This is Lachlan Rouston. This is Raf Friedman. And you're listening to the fittest podcast in Australia, The Mind Muscle Project. All right, Project, welcome to another episode of Grow Your Business, aka GYB. And the whole premise of this show is to crush the myth of all myths, which is as a gym owner, getting to 100 clients. And we're going to talk today about why that is actually the worst number to set in your business for, for lots of reasons. And then actually a better number and a better goal to set. And I can't tell you how many times I've heard gym owners that crack the 100 client goal, ourselves included. And I guess at that point realized that almost all the goals that they thought outside of that one that would come along with that goal, none of them got achieved. Oh, yeah. Well, I was thinking before this, we have set the goal and achieved reaching 100 clients at four different locations at four different times. Every time it didn't work when we got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't work for, for tons of reasons. And look, getting to 100 clients is like not a milestone that you shouldn't celebrate. Oh, no, it's a great achievement. You still yeah. raise the bat. You know, it's still a century, yeah, but it's yeah. like cricket game. The game ain't won. Yeah, yeah. You've you got 100 gone. points, but yeah. the game is not won. Yeah, you still got plenty of overs to play. You can definitely lose a cricket game and score 100. Yeah, and it has happened many times. So let's talk about, I guess, the reason why most people set this goal and then why it's like the wrong goal to set. Yeah, I think that the reason that this doesn't work, the really short answer is because it costs way more money to run the gym than you think. And when you first start, you do not realize how much it's going to cost. And that's why the 100 clients doesn't work. I was thinking, okay, why did I fall for this trap four times? One, I just honestly think 100 sounds like an awesome number. It, it just sounds awesome cool. Number. It's just like, dude, let's get to 100. Yeah. Let's go. You know, and it's like not sometimes it's not much more thought than that. Because I remember setting the goal of 100 when we first took over the Marifield Gym in 2014, right? It's like... I, I do remember that. Maybe case. it's just instinct. Like humans are just wired to go for 100. I don't know. Maybe it's just cricket... Something about it, it just sounds good, right? I know there's a couple of things. I think it's achievable in one year. So like you do the math, like 10 clients a month, like we can get there. Yeah, We can get there this year. And and for most people in fitness, it's hard to set like a three-year goal. Like it's really nice to set a goal you feel like you can do this year. Mm-hmm. I think that could be part of it. Um, and I also just think it's it makes you feel better because you're like everyone finds getting new clients hard or most people do in fitness. And you're like, okay, I only need to sign up 100. If you're like, my goal is 250, you're like, oh my God, I have to sign up a lot of clients. I don't know where I'm going to find these clients from. And even when I get to 250, I have to sign up like 20, 30 a week, sorry, a month just to keep this rolling, right? So there's a little bit of that. Like you don't want to confront that. So you would rather think, okay, I'll be successful at a a lower number. So I think that's one reason uh, we have and other people fall into the 100 client goal trap. And the other one, I think is they just do basic math. So I think most gym owners charging... Or um, any sort of boot camp are charging like $50 or $150 per week. 100 clients, that gets you $21,000 to $65,000 a month in revenue. Before you start, this often sounds like a lot of money, right? From whatever you were doing before, that sounds like plenty and that sounds like a successful gym. You're going to find out it's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think when it comes to the setting the 100 client goal is it's very simple as yep. well. All the other goals that we'll teach you how to set, it is like a little bit more complex yeah. as well um, in calculation. And then just so also in tracking, like it's so easy to be like, guys, we signed up a new client today, one closer to a hundred. Yeah. And so the simplicity of it also makes it a fun target to to go to because it's just so easy to track. Yeah. I'm not saying it's the worst target ever. It's just not the end game for it's your not the end game. It's yeah. not the end game. Yeah. Um, so what do you think is like what do you think the average revenue is for most gyms that reach 100 clients and what do you think it needs to be i think about forty thousand dollars a year yeah and yeah i think uh we'll talk about it before like at the end like what you need but 
from what we've seen and what our business coaches MPE have seen in Australia, it's a minimum of $80,000 a month or higher yeah. to, to run a gym. Yeah. And 100 clients, to achieve that, you're looking at around $200 per week, which I, that could work. But for most gyms, they're not charging $200 a week. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to take in like holds, 10% on hold, 20% on hold. Like, yeah, it's, it's basically impossible with 100 clients for most people. Yeah, most clients will fall on that. If they're charging 50 to 150 a week, they're going to fall between like 21 and 65. Yeah, so to, I feel like to make 100 clients work, you would need to be charging over $200 per client. Yeah. Average. Not like one client. Yeah. Average. <laughs> average. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess the there are a few reasons why, like from a practical perspective, uh, it doesn't work besides just the, the money piece. And obviously, the first part is like the staffing costs, right? Because in the beginning you just kind of coach everything yep. or you do a lot yourself. And when you start to hire people, even though it's like, oh, I'll just hire this like admin person part-time and this like part-time coach or whatever, that very quickly becomes, as your goals change as well, that becomes like very difficult to just keep the cost low. Yeah, I think like to really enjoy running a gym for most people, you end up needing a full-time gym manager and you end up needing someone helping with admin and you end up needing at least one full-time coach. Yeah. If not more. If not, if you don't have those things in place, it's very difficult to go away for even more than five days. Yeah. Yeah. And also just the stress, right? Oh. Like the stress of like having it all be on you and you get sick. And that's the thing. When it's all going well, you don't even think about it. But it's the moment that something goes wrong or you get sick or there's an emergency or like you want to take a holiday really badly or your friend's got a wedding, he's your best mate. And he's like, I'm going to Hawaii. You're like, you motherfucker. I've got to yeah. take time with a gym. Then you get exposed. Then you oh, yeah. Unless you have a gym manager, if like a coach calls in sick, you still have to be there in the morning. Yeah. So if you have a family or anything like that, those two things don't really add up. Yeah. So like you may not think you This episode is brought to you by our business coaches NPE. Now, when we started a business, Raf and I, we honestly had no idea what we were doing, and it's a common experience for anyone starting a business in any industry, especially a new industry like fitness. So getting a coach, just like getting a coach in the gym, gives you a plan as to where you need to go. Now, MPE have realized that all gym owners and all fitness professionals need a plan and they've created the one-page fitness business plan. So essentially, it's going to define success for you. It'll help you differentiate your business, which obviously is super important. And it'll also just keep you focused so you don't get off track and you don't get overwhelmed. So you guys can download that at themymuscleproject.com slash MPE. So you get the one-page fitness business plan and you also get a 12-minute training video. So go there now. Again, our website, themymuscleproject.com slash MPE. at the beginning eventually you're gonna need this unless you and, and honestly if you have like 75 clients what's the point of a gym manager and full-time coaches like mm. you just need more clients to make these roles worthwhile when, when do you think a gym manager kind of steps in around like 120 probably around that mark yeah yeah depending on how much you charge yeah it varies but it's between like 80 and 150 clients yeah yeah so um obviously once you you build up that staffing cost that's going to put pressure on the revenue right that's going to narrow your profit margins then you're going to quickly realize like got 100 clients i'm making money but i'm actually not making any profit nothing left yeah so that that is a stressful uh part in itself then and then also probably this those those coaches that want to become full-time coaches and then the coaches want to become gym managers you are asking more of them Mm -hmm. like they're usually going to want a pay increase yeah 
You, know, you can't just get the cheapest trainer out there to be your gym manager. Unless you're prepared to turn them over and have stress. Very cool. Oh, yeah, and get really inexperienced ones. Yeah. But yeah, gym manager is going to cost more than someone to coach 10 sessions a week. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I also think that most gym owners that start when they, they're building a gym, they actually don't imagine themselves not coaching. And I think when they start with that mindset, then... And that, that was like the mistake where I think we really fixed with locker room is like, how quickly can we get ourselves off this gym floor? And let's like, let's ensure that any client we bring on, we make it very clear to them that like, we're not that good of coaches and we're going to bring you better coaches in the future. And that's going to be what you're going to be buying. You're not buying us. But when people don't go in with that mindset, it does feel very hard to remove themselves off the gym floor and they struggle with that. And that's why they kind of get stuck halfway. Um, oh yeah. And I can tell you that you'll love coaching under a gym manager way more than you will when you're the person yeah it'll be fun because you just like plug yourself in when you want to and really enjoy it yeah and a lot of that other stuff taken care of yeah that's a good point um okay the next part obviously why you don't enjoy running the gym or what you need to enjoy running gym is the investment yeah i think that when people plan out the 100 clients that never actually works to also reinvest into the gym it's always like okay, 100 clients everything's paid and i make this much extra sweet but if your goal is to open more of these locations or upgrade the location or just run it for more than three years, then you need to like change out the equipment, repaint all the walls. If you plan on doing all those things, that that takes a certain amount of money. And I never really see this work with 100 clients or less. I find the 100 client number, it's more of like a lifestyle number. Mm. It's like, yeah, this could fund my lifestyle. Yeah, guess what? Like your lifestyle, your lifestyle, your lifestyle does not include like opening new facilities, yeah, fixing up facilities, all this. You know that that stuff is like seriously expensive. Yeah, you're talking in the hundred thousand to a million dollars to make moves here. So like you need to be be yeah making a decent amount of profit to make that less than a thirty year goal for you. Yeah, and I, I just never seen that work with a hundred clients or less. Like you 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 just haven't taken that into account. I think when you set that initial goal. I always found um, in in our experience when we were at that number that it was like we don't have any money to upgrade to the next level in yeah. some ways or like we have very little money to upgrade to the next level. You're still working with a very small amount of resources to make progress. So like the focus is to get way past that, you know? Yeah. It's just like we would get there and you kind of have this feeling like, okay, we've, we've got a lot of clients or it seems like we've got a lot of clients but there's not a lot in the bank account to make many moves. Yeah. Like we need to keep selling it. Like we're very far off having the resources that we want to keep growing. And so like you can't buy new equipment. You can't like clean the gym as much as you want. You can't buy a new signage. Like in some ways you're like kind of around halfway. Yeah. If not like a little bit lower depending on what you're charging. So it's still a long way to go at that point. I think that is when the realization is like, yeah, when you want to go and invest in something, you're like, dude, we've got a hundred clients. Like let's fucking let's buy shit, bro. Like we got no money. Like what? Yeah. yeah, that that is that is the constant feeling at 100 clients. Yeah, it's like you you know your first 100 for a lot of gym owners will with the thing that makes the gym work turns the lights on. And then the next 50 or 100 will be the thing that that grows the gym. Yeah. And it just takes a while for people to realize that. Yeah. Um and then uh obviously the next part is like you change as a person as well when you kind of and like we were very different when we first started the gym to obviously where we are now. Uh, but really from a lifestyle perspective, right? You have kids now, um, you know, I've gotten engaged. There's like, you get different plans. You want to do a wedding or, you know, you want to not work in the gym. You don't want to coach anymore or you want to 
live in a different city or what, whatever it might be, right? Your, your lifestyle goals change. I think part of it is you see the growth in the gym. So you think, okay, I can do this. Like I can, I can be a business owner. I can do something different. But you're also hamstringed by it's only 100. So there's still like not the resources there for you to change your lifestyle yet. But you're going down the path of, okay, I want to change my lifestyle here. Yeah, yeah. Like you get to the 100, there's, you're not going to be able to earn double in five years then double again in the next five years, right? Like you, you're going to want to earn more money in the future. So the cap at 100, that usually like this works for you now. And then owning a gym takes a long time. It's not like you don't own a gym to do it for two years and then move on to the next thing, right? Most people doing this, it's like five-year lease, 10-year lease, or three plus three plus three. People do this for a long time. And we've seen so many gym owners that from where they started to where they are now, it's like such a big difference. Like it's a big difference for us and it's a big difference for them. And typically their expenses, like my personal expenses, would have easily more than doubled from when I started. Oh, yeah. You know, probably three to four X spending what I spent at the start. So like the 100 client goal I had at the beginning would just not work. Yeah. Not work very quickly down the road. And I don't think that is taken into account when people set that initial goal. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think a lot of people start really young as well, right? Mm. I think there is some advantages of starting older and that is like you do have a lifestyle which is a lot more expensive. Yeah. And so you do kind of go into this going, hmm, I don't think this many clients is going to work. But when you started, when we started 21, 22, is you don't ever imagine your lifestyle being more than just like yeah. living at home and then training and eating slow-cooked meat and living really cheap. But it can happen very quickly, very quickly. Uh, especially the more like business content you consume, the more people you're around in, in the business world starts to kind of open your horizons a bit more and you think, oh, wow, okay, like I'm really behind here. Like I yeah. need to start moving forward a bit more. Um, so those goals change and... You just don't imagine they're going to change until they start to change in your mind. Yeah, like when you when you're below water, like you just want to get above. But then you get above, you're like, yeah, like we can we can do more there. Yeah, and also it kind of sucks being right above the waterline. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, people just trading you, very like, pretty quickly. You're like, oh, I want to upgrade this shit. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, um, that was probably one of the key moments where we had a divergent from a business partner. Is like the lifestyle goals changed for us dramatically. It didn't change for you. Yeah. So it was like, what's the point of putting in the work? Exactly. Yeah. So or taking on the risk. Yeah, exactly. So it's like that is also that for us was a very revealing moment of like people's long term goals is like, oh, I want my life to be like this now. And they go, oh, I definitely don't want to do that. Yeah. Now the business is at odds. Uh, so that was that was a big moment for us. Um, all right. So obviously we talked a lot about um, you know, the problem and I guess why a hundred clients doesn't work and what makes you want to change from that 100 client goal we haven't given you exactly what you need and what you need to do and i think this is probably going to be a lot of the most helpful part for a lot of people Um, we're going to use some different metrics to measure the success of a single location and to i guess really put you in the right position from what we learned to be more profitable and have a much better lifestyle yeah so what we're thinking is instead of going for 100 clients try to just narrow this down to two things that would work for everyone one is you want to shoot for at least a million dollars a year in revenue for a location and that revenue, so your rent needs to be 15% or less of that total revenue. Yep. So if you're doing a million dollars in revenue, your rent better be 150 grand or less. If it's more than that, then it needs to be more. So I more feel revenue, like, yeah. yeah, more revenue. So I feel like if you can tick those two things off, you're golden. So that should work for pretty much all the boutique types of gyms I know. Like this would work for me when my rent was 60 grand and it works for me now when my rent is 400 grand. Yep. Right. I honestly think that these numbers work and I think it's so much more realistic to start with these type of numbers. Um, Connor, can you scroll down for us? 
in terms of a member number, it's 150 to 400 members. Yeah. If you're charging 50 to $150 a week, that is an enormous difference. And probably straight away, you're going to be like, I can't even fit 400 members in my gym. Yeah. And right, this is the eye opening thing that if you have these better goals when you start, you'll set your gym up better from the beginning or you'll start making the big changes that you need to make. Yeah. Yeah. And those, those changes, I mean, depending on your model and your market and I guess your service that you're offering, basically it then falls into to three categories of what you can do about it. Um, one, one, a couple of them are a lot easier than the others, um, but the the second one's very difficult. But the and first, we've done all three of these, so this is all personal experience. And we kind of do all three. Well, I mean, we do one and two continuously, but yeah, two we want to do less of in yep. the future. Um, but yeah, the first the first is increase your prices, right? I think that's a pretty eye opening moment for a lot of people, and I guess a hard moment. But if you and we've talked about this a lot in the past but yeah if you can't up uh sorry let me say that again if you can't increase your prices then you kind of are signing your obituary of like i'm not going to make profits oh yeah well i just find it so interesting like if you to get to that million dollars you need 150 members or 400 members if 400 sounds terrible then you just need to increase your price from 50 up to like 150 dollars a week yeah right that's the quickest way to bring down that member number right Every $10 a week is another $5,000 a year per member, right? So you just got to find that, sorry, $500 a year per member. You got to find that way to, if you don't like how many members it's going to take to achieve your goals here, if you can increase your prices, that's the fastest way. Because as I always know, it's like you can only fit so many members in your gym. Yeah. So you got to think about how many are actually going to fit in this gym before people start complaining and there's like no room in the Bible hitting people in the face. How much you charge needs to line up with that. And I would even be like hopefully charging a bit over that so you got some wiggle room here because you may find that not as many members fit in your gym as you like. Yeah. Uh, this is obviously the, the, the fun part for Globo gyms is they can just add members and they don't they know they're not going to attend, which is like why that model... Uh, it's not our model, but that's why that model works. Obviously. Yeah, and it's why you have to charge so much more than they do. Yeah. You know, their prices are just irrelevant for you. Yeah. Because 3,000 members and there's 80 people there. If you price anywhere close to them, like they're going to crush you every single crush. time. They're going to, because they know like they're just going to take that money and it's, they're not going to worry about facility caps. Like they don't have the problem of like the gym is too busy. Well, their, yeah. pro- their problem is like, how do we just sell more memberships? Because they know people aren't going to show up. They just believe people aren't going to change. And, you know, in, in many instances, they're right. Um, so yeah, I think once you start charging more, it leads you to the second point, which is you need to adjust the model. Very rarely can you like charge a significant amount more. Look, you can do five to ten percent price increases yeah. and not change your service much. But these are not the price increases we're talking about. We're talking about okay, your numbers are way off. You need to make a significant change in your price. For most people, it could be like doubling their prices. That is going to lead to an adjustment of the model. Yeah, usually, and this depends on like on what you're offering. But for a lot of people, took if their rent is quite expensive, you just won't be able to achieve the four hundred members. So you're like, okay, I need to charge more. So you're going to have to go from maybe something lower touch, like a big group class down to something higher touch, like a semi-private session or a small group session. And that way, you're just reducing how many clients you need to get to your goal. It's still over 100 here, but it's maybe coming down from 400. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I think that's when you can start to, you know, try and obviously get creative with your class size and what you offer and your programming, but also your add-ons, you know. It's okay, maybe I don't charge the... Maybe the per client value goes up because I'm adding on a nutrition program yeah. or I'm adding on like a supplement package or I'm adding on, you know, mindset consultations or whatever it is, whatever you want to get creative with. Some people do retreats, that sort of stuff, but there are, there are ways you've got to push that revenue number up and obviously uh, make sure that percentage goes down as a 
um, of your rent, of your income. Yeah. And like, you know, you see the big brands that do this, right? Like F45 came out. They're like, it's 45 minutes, not now. Like why? Because they can fit more people in this thing, right? So they're thinking about like, do how many sessions. people can we fit? 45 minutes, man, we're fitting in like a lot more sessions. Yeah. And it's a lot more sessions in the peak time. So it's actually like, it's a big move, right? From an hour to 45 minutes. We've done an hour to 50 minutes. Every minute can really make a big difference here, right? As long as the clients are getting a really good service. So that's like an example of one. And then I remember when we got invited out to go to Peter Hull's gym at um, Fitstop Gym, right? He'd launched it. They looked at F45. One improvement they made was they wanted clients to train three times a week. So they did like this three different workouts a week. And they set that up to really encourage people to show up three times a week. Because they knew like at five times a week, you can't really charge much more basically charging the same results are probably pretty similar because like a lot of people three three hard sessions is enough training yeah with their recovery capacity so getting people in at three is going to make it a lot more achievable to hit our member number goals mm. interesting yeah and the smart move um yeah so Except we did all three sessions in one day i don't remember that remember we tried all the sessions at fit stop so we did like trying um, one. Oh no yeah we did two sessions yeah, yeah we did two but then we we threw in that strength session in the middle because we, oh, didn't, okay. we didn't get to do the strength one okay yeah no, it's a good way to do it. I mean, it's like, you know, some people are, a lot of people are looking for guidance as to how much to train and they they don't really know, right? They just think more is better. But if you just say, hey, look, you're achieving all your goals at three a week, perfect. Yeah. They'll, they'll buy into it. Um, it's only like the fitness freaks that destroy your equipment that want to train every day. Um, this episode is brought to you by InBody. Now, if you're a gym owner or a personal trainer, you know that it's so important that you differentiate yourself from all the other commodity fitness products out there. How do you do that? Well, you have to take better care of your clients and get them to their goals faster. InBody helps us do that. InBody are the market leader when it comes to those standalone units that measure body composition in gym. This allows us to honestly, every single month, get body composition markers from all our clients within a few minutes and then make the nutritional and lifestyle and training changes we know we need to make to get them to their goal. And when they get there, we can show them the hard evidence of the progress they've made with us. And that's how you become a market leader in this fitness game. So if you want to find out more about InBody, go to their website, inbody.com forward slash MMP, and they are doing the biggest discount they do. So they're doing 10% off. This is not the type of product you get like 30% off, nothing like that. This is the biggest discount they have and they ever have done in the past. And when you talk to one of their sales reps, guys, just always tell them you're a My Muscle Project listener and they will make sure you get that discount. Uh, and then, yeah, I think the, the last point here is, you know, you may need to rethink your lease before you enter into it. If you can't make the numbers work on paper or you're just not comfortable charging that much or the model you're going for might not be the right lease to take, you know, might be, might not be the, the right lease to resign or, or take the option. Um, so you really want to do these numbers first before you obviously commit yourself to multiple hundred thousand dollars, even a million dollars. Oh yeah. Like usually with this rent thing, it's like your heart is set on a location, but the location is too expensive. Yeah. Right. And it's like the 15% number is a gut check. Cause if it's a hundred grand a year, it's like, you better have a plan for it to be a million and a half dollar a year gym. Yeah. yeah. You better. And I remember I heard, I don't know if this is true, but someone told me this new gym opened up near us. It's costing a million dollars a year in rent. And I was just like, well, I just, I know they're fucked because there's no way they're going to do $15 million a year yeah. in, in revenue unless they're like drug dealing out Ten. the back or something. Ten. I don't even know if drug dealing makes that sort of money. Right. Yeah. Um, no, cause I'm saying, yeah, like it's just, they, they need to make serious, serious money here, you know? And it's like, I think once you do this and you do some calculations here, you'll realize like, okay, you know what? Maybe a smaller, cheaper space for me, for where I'm at is going to get me to a client goal that I think I can achieve. Yeah. That's it. So look, I mean, obviously a hundred client goals, not something to not celebrate. It's you raise the bat, take the helmet off, but 
you what's more important is that yeah you hit that minimum one million dollar revenue and then you make rent 15 percent of that revenue so uh just a, a, a way to rethink about it and just much better numbers to shoot for and i have no doubt if you're hitting those numbers you'll have a much more successful business oh you're probably loving your gym loving it. probably think oh i could do more of these absolutely um okay great guys thank you so much for tuning in as always uh if you haven't yet make sure you subscribe to my newsletter for a, a weekly business insight the mymuscleproject.com slash email as always guys thanks so much for tuning in we'll speak to you all next week